So hello and welcome to another episode of Black Women Parlay. Now, for those of you who don't know, I'm Leanne Meyer, your host for today, founder of Black Women Parlay, is one of the hats that I wear. Um, And I do like to be outdoors. So as a black woman, I didn't always see other black women around, whether it was on the slopes, in the mountains or whatever. And in the past, I think it's three or four months, I've been actively on a drive to look for other black women who live their lives authentically, intentionally. And this is how I came across Rianne. Because she is the founder of Black Girls Hike. And literally, I can't tell you all the excitement with which I literally saw this woman's profile and was just like, so cool. My fingers were tapping on the phone. I was like, I've got to reach out. I've got to talk to her. I have to, I have to, I have to. So this is why. And every week I'm excited and this is never going to change because I absolutely appreciate every single one of the guests who join me. A, because I respect people's time, but B, they're all inspirational. So without further ado, Rianne, thank you for being here. Can can you tell everyone who you are, what you do? And in fact, like, why did you start Black Girls Hike? Well, hi, everyone. I'm Rianne Patanukin, founder of Black Girls Hike. Um why did I start Black Girls Hike? So a couple of years ago, I used to work in the civil service and I was just like really unfulfilled in my job, was getting quite anxious at the time. Um, I had like, I was in an accident and I was looking for more ways to kind of like do something more worthwhile with my time. And I was on a train once going through the Peak District, literally, very randomly, just watching people get on and off and just was like, I'm going to take up hiking this year. And then I made this little video on my phone and was just like taking up hiking, tagged it Black Girls Hike, started an Instagram page and it kind of just went from there. But I think the main motives behind it was all about creating a safe space because one of the things that I've always kind of thought about hiking and that I've always noticed is that you don't see much representation in hiking. So it's not something that we grew up doing as like a family. I didn't know Mm -mm. people in the community that necessarily did it. It was just kind of like a black people don't necessarily hike it's not one of the main pastime kind of things and I was just like do you know what we live on the doorstep of the Peak District it's really beautiful it's free like being out in nature is just amazing for your mental health your physical health and I was just like I want to try something new and but I want to do it with people that are similar to me like-minded people that might not have had exposure as well um and yeah basically just kind of wanted company really to go out hiking with and also to challenge stereotypes as well about what we do do what we actually do because I think a lot of the time when you don't see yourself represented in stuff being excluded from things it just becomes the norm and over time a lot of people don't challenge those things do you know what I mean so it's just like it's not just about challenging stereotypes outside our community it's about challenging stereotypes from within as well and I realized that once I actually started hiking and like getting into the outdoors that I kind of had like a lot of limiting beliefs um and kind of like barriers if you know what I mean and a lot of those you kind of like create by not really interrogating things properly Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. definitely I think I think there's this part in what you said where I think about this we have to remove our existence or our validation from the white gaze we've we've internalized what should and should shouldn't be quote-unquote black activities and hiking just like sometimes some in many ways swimming falls into that 
category of black people don't do when that's not not the case at all but like you said if you don't see it you don't believe it mm. if you don't do it and and this is the other point not everybody always wants to be the first and not everybody has the character set where they want to either be the first or the only which I completely appreciate and hiking is one of those things that like you said it's you live on the you live on the, the on the edges of the Peak District. I used to drive up to the Peak District to go for walks. Like it's there. You don't necessarily have to have super duper gear just to go for a walk and enjoy. And hiking, you know, sometimes what used to scare me was putting my husband aside because when he says a hike, he really means like this. But like, and I mean vertically high. But like hiking doesn't have to be this thing where you're crawling on your hands and knees and it's super steep you know mm-hmm. you can have gentle hikes walks and as you said it's this part around connecting with nature mm-hmm. definitely it's definitely it's about connecting with nature but then also I know what I can see what puts people off hiking it's the language that we use around the outdoors that can be kind of like alienating to people things like endurance challenge like ascent like a lot of people don't really necessarily know what that means and it kind of like it can put them off but then yeah being connected to nature I think it's that's like the more most important thing about it because if you think about kind of like our history where we're from like being in connected to nature is like really inherent with us if you know mm-hmm. what I mean and it's kind of like over over time through kind of like the way that society is kind of like Basically, it's the way things manifest, how racism manifests, inequalities manifest, that you kind of, that connection to nature is kind of severed. And so, yeah, it's kind of about, it's about making people realise why that's so important and how much it can benefit them. Yeah. And I love seeing the transformation in people when they have kind of like been coming to Black Girls Hike for a while and then they're just kind of like up for everything, out all the time, sending you pictures, really motivated. Um, and you can just see kind of like a, a change in the well-being. Yeah. And I think I think sometimes what we underestimate is the commoditization of activities. And don't get me wrong, when it's winter, I've got like all my gear for everything that I could ever possibly need. I know. But like with anything, like when someone says, you know, oh, I don't have the right trainers to go jogging. As people said, just run. People run, you know, the best type of running is barefoot running. So the people even tell you don't need shoes. It's this mindset as well that these activities are freely available. They have been commoditized to generate people's income and create business models. But you can, as long as you dress warm, if it's a cold day, you can do all of these things without needing gear. You can just do it. Because the ultimate goal is, as you said, get that fresh air on you, get that, you know, that those walks in you, get your blood going, have a look. And I really liked how you said, you know, we as a people in general are connected to nature, but we've been removed from it. We've been removed from it into different surroundings. So the it's rebuilding that connection. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And I feel like nature feeds your soul for so many different creative outlets. I've started, for example, I've started doing watercolors recently again. Um, and even though like I, I really love urban scenery, when you go out like this weekend, there's th- there's like 10 centimeters of snow on the trees. You can't help, even if you're not talented, you can't help but want to be inspired. When plants are growing, 
you can't help like for me anyway I can't help but want to know what flower it is to pick wildflowers to make it, it inspire like to do wildflower arrangements on the table like it inspires and influences so many parts of your life when you see that we live in a living breathing organism it's not just cities are great this is nothing about city living but you can still see nature in cities too but your appreciation once you go further out of what you see in the city mm-hmm. for me has the two two old effect like one part is I question my lifestyle and my like I question why do I live in a city sometimes why do we choose to live in a small box when the earth is so big (laughs) Mm -hmm. true why don't we live as expansively as as the world is and then the other part when I go out into nature is you just have this deep appreciation as to how small you are the trees the sky the mountains the rivers exactly yeah exactly so there that's the one thing I love about nature is I call it like my one constant inspiration because like that train journey that I started in the Peak District is kind of like I'm still on that journey but like being out in nature it's just it's constantly inspiring me like I love learning about new things just applied to be a park ranger in the Peak District I have that um I'm always like trying to find out what things are. I've got like bird net and plant mm-hmm. net the apps on your phone um, and I just think as well like the more you know about it the more ways that you can actually enjoy nature as well and that's what mm-hmm. I love it's kind of like yeah it's just it's abundance isn't it mm-hmm. that yeah I do feel really grateful sometimes you know sometimes you're just like oh look at this like when you see something yeah. like beautiful abroad like a hummingbird or something and you're just like can you imagine yeah it's just it's just you you take those moments and there's a level of purity about Mm -hmm. enjoying those moments and like you said like I have this little app on my phone too that recognizes plants and leaves and when I go with my kids and we go for walks and you know we haven't done it for a while but you can take the picture it tells you about the leaf and stuff just building that level of appreciation now building that innate you know, I still remember there's this book that my grandma used to have, like from back in the day, they've re they've rebranded it, but it was called um, Foods That Harm and Foods That Heal. And even just, you know, you know, when you got um, poked by stinging nettles and you used to go get your duck leaf and you'd rub it on to even just having an understanding about the medicinal powers of some of these things. And I'm not saying you have to go deep into it, but just understanding that like, there is so much on our doorstep. There is so much knowledge waiting right there for us to learn. And when you open the door to it, there's just another, it's so much more than just hiking. Mm It is, is, it's a life. It's, it's more than a lifestyle. I feel like it's, fully living once you're kind of like living and breathing and appreciating nature all the time and like being at one is in like feeling like you're part of it I feel like that's really that's really living you feel more alive definitely when you're in the outdoors I mean I'm not gonna lie to you though I don't like things with wings so like I can be having a great yeah look at your face you're like what I'm like yeah nope apart (laughs) from apart from like chicken and poultry on my plate I don't like things with wings so like dragonflies hate them daddy long legs like no no dragonflies look beautiful as long as they don't fly towards me 
Yeah, yeah. So I like, like I have that problem. I can never quite feel completely at one because if something crawls on me, I'm like, eh, I feel sick. But, but even though I don't like those aspects, they have, I will watch insects and all sorts of things on the television. And I appreciate them because they're part of the ecosystem and they're important. Mm-hmm. But, but it also doesn't stop me from growing, going out. And I think this, this is the thing that I would always say to people is, yes, the pictures are cute. Yes, it's great. But also understand that like, you might not like everything. Like I just don't like, I don't like flying creatures. I just don't, but it doesn't stop me from appreciating how important they are. It doesn't stop me from going out. It doesn't stop me from feeling connected. It's just, I just, I just know I don't, I hate butterflies. I think they're gross. Um, I just know what I like, but it doesn't stop me from doing it. And I think that's the other part of it is if you don't like certain things, it's okay. As long as it doesn't stop you from enjoying, like I'm, I'm never going to be able I, even when you said it like I was like no I can feel at one to a certain point but then when things start flying as in like big things like the gnats don't bother me or the swarm of like whatever that doesn't bother me but when the big things start flying Leanne's like like that's <laughs> I don't mind wasps I don't mind bees I don't mind we have these like giant bumblebees over here like they're like this big and you're not allowed to, you're not allowed to, if you, if you kill uh, wasps and bees here, you get fined like 10,000 euros. But, um, so like all of that I can live with, like literally we plant lavender to encourage, to encourage the bees to come. We plant tomatoes and strawberries. Like I'm all for all of that. Like that doesn't bother me, but some of them ugly flyers. No. Insects. No. Like this is why I can't go Australia. Oh, oh yeah. See going to Australia with the spiders for me, there were no, so like, I've recently, only in like the past couple of years, stopped hoovering up spiders and moths. So like now I let them live because I realise how important they all are. I've joined the, I joined them. I'm a trustee for this um, charity called UK Youth for Nature, which is all about kind of like holding the government account to nature restoration. And you get hear the statistics of like the decline of insects. It's actually quite startling. And when you think about that, we're all in kind of like this little food chain and we're just taking out certain things. And mm. um, so, yeah, I do, I do let things live. I'm actually, I have a bird feeding. Do you know what? I even buy them sometimes, these live little worms off Amazon, these little wax worms, and they go mad at the bird feeder and I absolutely love it. Listen, once you, once you see little things and it all, it all contributes. Like I was in the car over the weekend and I, I know not everyone loves snow. I absolutely love snow. Like, I don't know how people can't love snow. It was snow covered, thick snow on the trees, everything. And I just took a breath out and I was like, until you appreciate nature to a certain extent, you will never be able to appreciate the damage that we're doing to our habitat. Oh my goodness. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, like once you really appreciate how beautiful it is. Now, I'm not trying to say to anyone who's listening, I'm perfect. I'm not. I haven't divorced Amazon Prime, so I'm not perfect. Um, I still have a car. I'm not perfect. But in a lot of ways, we talked about the fact that I take the train um, to travel and stuff. Like, I've, I've, I've not completely 
I haven't completely excluded flying because if I want to go long haul, I need to fly. But I have reduced my flying and my carbon footprint footprint that way. But when you look at the things that you can do to preserve this beauty and you appreciate it, it changes the way you look at things. 100%. 100%. Like I could definitely be doing more to be like environmentally conscious, but um, no, not not wouldn't say environmental conscious. I am environmental conscious, but I could do more to kind of like reduce my carbon footprint, as you say. Um, but I think one of the one of the things behind what I'd like us to do more with Black Girls Hike is kind of like people not having that connection to nature means that they don't have that kind of sense of stewardship or ownership of the land and feel like it needs to be protected. Mm-hmm. And when you think about like climate change and that kind of stuff, it is like black and brown communities that are actually disproportionately impacted by it and are mm-hmm. being so already and so it does need to be one of those things that's kind of like definitely on our radar that our community is engaged with that topic because obviously it impacts us so much and so I hope that with Black Girls Hike people you know getting out more in nature once we can start doing like more initiative like environmental ones we'll be able to kind of like build on that as well and because that's what I would definitely like us to do more and yeah now I'm thinking like, oh my god, I don't even recycle. Yeah, but you, but no, but 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 here's the thing about recycling, right? Recycling only works if the government recycles. And when I say it only works, you can separate your rubbish. You can bring your rubbish to separate bins, but they don't always do it. Like they don't always do anything just because it's separated sometimes you just pull the stuff back together and carry on doing but it just makes you feel better so like oh it's I'm I'm not saying that like like we both said it's it's not about perfection it's not about changing it's not about being able to do everything because no one can and and um, let's also be clear it's also not the richest people who are doing the most in terms of saving saving the climate but I think there's this part around being aware and appreciating the beauty of nature through hiking mm. just changes that development and your interaction with nature. It's not just, oh, this is a thing that I saw on David with David Attenborough on television. These beautiful places are right on our doorstep. Exactly. They're right there to be seen. But I think to your point and to what I was saying as well is, the presence of Black Girls Hike creates the possibility in the existence and in the doing that you can see these beautiful, outstanding, you know, what do they call them? Uh, areas of outstanding natural beauty, right? Yeah. That There are all these areas of outstanding natural beauty in the UK, the Cotswolds, the Peak District, the Lake District, the Pennines, and so on, and so on, and so on, and so on, you know, it's just being able to do that. There's so many ways, like to know me is to know I love a spa hotel. Like that, that's just me in a, so do you know what? You go Peak District, I go spa hotel, I go walking, I go Cotswold, same thing. It 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 does, it caters to both of the things that I like, right? Um, mm-hmm. And I think for a lot of people, it's, it's getting to that point as well where they understand you can combine what you like with this. It doesn't have to be camping. It, you don't have to stay in a what did they call them um forgot them what they call them no no them, 
yeah that's it hostel I was I was like what's the word I was like if I was about to say motel but that's American and um, you know you can you can combine it with 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 whatever you want but going out and just seeing feeling the beauty walking on a meadow with no socks on just feeling like proper grass under your feet like going into a quick river just to to get your feet wet which is absolutely cold and I scream like a banshee all these things are just they're priceless moments Mm And that's the thing as well. Nature's so given, like there's literally a level for everyone and there's a way that everyone can actually enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Like from the beginner to the expert, there's something there. And, you know, they say beauty is in the, the eye of the beholder. Mm-hmm. It's like, I didn't real like, I always knew that snow makes me happy, right? It just does. I can't, ex- like, I, ju- I just love snow. I love snow. I don't care if it's cloudy. I don't care if it's sunny. I just love being in the snow. Um, but like taking a photograph of like the the snow up close and just all there are so many different ways. Yes, over the weekend we were in powder, and literally it just feels so soft. Like you're like, oh my gosh, thirty centimeters of snow. Like what the hell? You can't help but feel good. The endorphins, all of it. And then to know that there's a group of women, Black Girls Hike, who you could, for example, share all of this with. Mm-hmm. That right there for me is just empowering. It is. It is. It's really wholesome as well. Like, you just feel really content. Do you know, when you're just out there doing something you enjoy, like getting on with people, like having those like meaningful conversations, that kind of like connection, like you're connecting to other people, you're connecting to nature. And it's just kind of like, fills your cup because mm. everyone's there just for the same thing yeah. and it, I think it just takes away that layer and boundary of awkward like not everyone's awkward but you know what I mean like that because there's there are two things that bring you together you're black girls and you want to be in nature like yeah. exactly so the base level is already established and you can you just you just build on that and the conversation and the inspiration and the impact it has on you in daily life that right there is a source of joy and I love that word wholesome like it really is wholesome mm-hmm. well it's like what you said then about the the inspiration and the like the impact it has on your daily life like I really like the fact that people come to black girls hike and kind of like get boosted by being in such an unapologetic space that it Mm -hmm. kind of like allows them to carry that energy in other spaces that you know they might not have had that before do you know what I mean Mm -hmm. um with confidence like I know that a lot of people that come to our group when I went to the group when I first started the group as well like I like worked in an unfulfilled role one of like the only black people in an organization like I was a union rep and I've always been quite outspoken but it is just one of them places where it's nice to be around like-minded women, but then you also kind of feel like even more, what's the word? Kind of like, not bolstered, but kind of like... Yeah. Yeah, like bolstered to kind of like be unapologetic, do you know what I mean? Even when you are just on your own in those spaces. Yeah, for sure. The support kind of like carries you through. Yeah, I agree. And I think like, for me, just that part, even was like, you know, in some senses a theme and a thread for me in Black Women Parlay, which is we shouldn't always have to be fighting, right? Mm-hmm. 
it, it shouldn't always be that I have to fight this fight, that fight, like, like, no. And I shouldn't have to feel like I'm always fighting at work or fighting in other places. It should just feel like I can be myself. And, and this is why these spaces, Black Girls Hype, Black Women Parlay are so important because it's about the nourishing, uplifting, sharing, advising, mm-hmm. whatever it might be, to just give you that extra layer of armor, that extra layer of protection, that extra bit of strength for you to go do what you need to do. Yeah. So with Black Girls Hype, so when I was, I'd been running Black Girls Hype for about 18 months and I was like doing brand deals, doing a lot of media and stuff. And I remember one of my me- our members that I was kind of friends with saying, you know, you should quit your job and do this full time. And I remember yeah. just thinking, oh my goodness, I could never do that. Like I worked in the civil service, proper like really cushy job. Do you know, you're just like never getting sacked. Um, and I was just like, you think about like security and stuff, but then if it wasn't for like the encouragement and the fact that other women in our group of like were inspired by me and supported me, like I wouldn't have taken that leap of faith to, you know, quit my job and stuff. And it's been like the constant support and kind of like the members pouring into me and making me believe in myself when sometimes it might be a little bit kind of like, oh, I'm not sure if I can do this, a bit self-deprecating. And it's kind of like, their belief in me, their support in me. It's really helped me. And a lot of the time, I don't even kind of like sit back and think about the impact, the the way the black women in the group have actually supported me Mm. Mm. and helped me get to where I am. Like, Like, I live like a fulfilled life now. Like I do something that I'm really passionate about and I get to connect with community um and you know they they've they've helped me do that I'm forever grateful to the sisterhood yeah no and, and you know what and I and showing appreciation and this is like being a theme one of um Chloe was also Chloe Pierre the founder of thyself was also um I guess on a podcast um and I think that's good the episode's coming out this week if I'm not mistaken I'm confused. Maybe it came out, it came out last week. And, you know, she said the same thing. It's that part around you created something because something you created a group and a network and a community because something was missing in her life. Something was missing in my life. Something was missing in your life. And it supports you and gives back. Mm, 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 yeah. Yeah. And then it makes you feel even more so that you're like walking in your purpose as well. Um, it's really powerful actually sometimes it feels a bit I don't know if the word is surreal but I think that for all the years that I kind of like worked in an office job and was like unfulfilled and wasn't sure what I wanted to do and I was kind of like doing this and doing that I never really thought that I would ever be in this position of kind Mm -hmm. of like being really content like I went away for a month in December and was just like I've earned this and I can travel and and I've like and I've created this and I need to actually kind of like believe it and believe that I actually deserve it as well yeah literally it's that it does feel surreal when you're like I'm doing the job I'm doing I'm I'm not even calling it a job I'm living intentionally I get to do what I enjoy is this my life (laughs) can someone pinch me like and as you said, and, and 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 I think this is a really important part, is that for all of us and any of us, as we get to this point, we can never forget that we worked to get here. It wasn't gifted. We worked for it. 
And exactly. sometimes this part of it feeling surreal is us you know, I'm going to call it that mechanism of us thinking, oh, I haven't earned it. No, 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 no. We've earned it. We've put the time in. We've des- we deserve it. Um, but it is, it's such a different feeling, like a life feeling. And it's that part of, don't get me wrong. We all have bad days. We all have off days. That's, that's like life. But if someone said to me, do I actually want to go back into a corporate like tomorrow? Mm-hmm. The stakes, the, the the levels of like, it would be impossible almost because what they would have to offer me, not talking about money, freedom, fulfillment, purpose, impact, mm-hmm. all of that that need to be offered on a plate makes it nearly impossible. So mm-hmm. We are blessed, we are privileged. And when I say privilege, you know, we are blessed to be able to do this. It's a privilege to be able to do this. It's an honor to be able to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, but we've yeah. also put the time, we've also put the time in for this. Yeah, we have also put the time in, but then also sometimes feel like we need to give ourselves more credit as well because we're actually the special ones because it's not everybody that is kind of like, we're not socially conditioned as people to kind of like break the mold in this way. And I think that's one of the reasons why sometimes I say, oh, this feels like, sometimes I actually feel like I've got so used to kind of like having a manager. Some days I'm just like the middle of the day, I've done nothing. And you kind of like, oh, did I need to do something today? Like you, you're so used to kind of like answering to people, that kind of stuff, because your conditions kind of like go to uni, get a job, do a career and all that kind of stuff. And um, no one ever tells you to, trains you to kind of like go out and be your own leader right that's that's not what you're and we have long confused corporate for security now if one thing that we what if what if like if I had to say I know because we've got to wind up now but if there is one thing that I would say to anybody is walk in your purpose because if Alphabet Microsoft Amazon three of the richest companies on the globe are laying off people it tells you that there is not security within corporate Mm -hmm. security is in doing what it is that fulfills you and finding a way to make money which will come because right and also security like it just creates those barriers doesn't it because you are afraid to step out of it's a comfort zone security isn't it it's exactly it's a comfort zone and it's also like and this is by the way this is not me saying to anybody don't get a mortgage or anything like that's not that's not how I mean it but in many ways the things that are secure that provide us with security also inhibit us like you said from taking a next step right yeah so if this job is my security I will keep it even though it is emotionally draining me because you know you're not in the headspace to go and interview because you're not there, but you're still staying in a job that's actively dulling your skill set and everything else. I'm not going to move to another country because I have a mortgage. I'm not like all of these things inhibit us. And I think it, and as I said, it's not to say that a job's not important. It's not, of, of course, of course, of course, like they are all important. But are we giving them their rightful place in the hierarchy of importance Mm-mm. in order to live a fulfilled life? I don't think so. I think if you actually really think about it, security, all it really means is restricted 
when you go to a club, the security, it's restricted. You go to an airport, security, it's restricted. You've got this job, you think it's secure, but you're restricted. Really, do you know when we said that language is really important, if we started talking about calling security restricted, I don't think people would be like, oh, I've got a really restricted job. Right, right. I'm doing it because it restricts me. It inhibits me. <laughs> no, and I really want this inhibition. Do you? Or do you want freedom? Or do you want, like, you're right. It's, it's, it's that, it's this, you know, even if we look at, from, look at it from a safety perspective, a seatbelt restricts you with good with good purpose but if your car goes forward it stops you from moving it's a restriction not all restrictions are bad the the point is are you letting it restrict you too much and are you using that as your restriction self-inflicted restriction to stop you from living your purpose because that's what it's that's what it's there to be and I think sometimes as you said freeing Freeing yourself and freeing your mind is one of those things that you can only have when you're distracted. My camera might work in some of these places, but my phone sure as hell doesn't. And sometimes that's what you need to be able to disconnect, to connect with nature, to be there, to allow your brain. There's, um, as we get older, we lose the capacity to dream. And I've always been someone who has like semi daydreams, but I, I actively work on that. And sometimes to still be able to do that as an adult, you need to be able to switch off. And that's, outside mm-hmm. something a little bit strenuous not too strenuous because then I start to cuss but you know what I'm saying <laughs> yeah. so in conclusion what is it the takeaway that you would like everybody to have today and where can these lovely people find you and um, the takeaway I would like to have is stop waiting to go outdoors let's just take that first step if anything just walk around your local block and then maybe tomorrow walk a different route around your local block but just kind of like get outside nature is for everybody um and you can find us um you can find me at Rianne's World on Instagram Black Girls Hike is bgh underscore uk and we have a website bghuk.com Thank you. Thank you. It had go on. I was gonna say, can I do my takeaway bit again? Because I don't know whether that was the best one. I'm not sure. Can you ask it me again? Yeah. Um, what would you like every uh, sorry, Ryan, I know you know this, but can you cut that first one out and then patch it with this one coming now? Um, what would you like your takeaway for everyone to be today? Get outside, let nature nurture you. Join the community um, and don't overthink it. Like you can literally just go and walk around your local block. Like nature is just kind of like abundant and ever present. Thank you. And then now I need to know where everyone can find you. You can follow me at Rianne's World on Instagram and check out bghuk.com. Perfect. So I want to say thank you again for your time. Everybody just look out for the BGH, BWP coming together for an event. Everyone goes hiking, like with the whole bit, hiking, luxury, intentional, authentic, like we're going to do it. It's going to happen. So look out for it. And um, thank you. You know where to find me at Leanne MM on Instagram, Leanne Meyer on TikTok and Leanne Meyer on LinkedIn. So until the next time, toodles.